Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the J. Rolton Speaks podcast. I hope you had a good day. hope it was a good start to your week. And I want to say thank you for being here. I know you could have done so many other things, but you decided to check this place out. If this is your first time here, I want to invite you to get your AirPods or headphones or whatever it is that you use to listen to music. The experience is so much better. Who wants to listen to some really uplifting poems tonight? Who wants to hear some really great messages about the word hope? I'm sure many of you know what that means, but do you actually know what it means? (laughs) You know, when I was in my doctoral program, I had a great director and this guy was absolutely just full of wisdom and he always loved to pose that question he was like do you actually know what it means or do you want to know what it means do you know what it means or do you know what it actually means <laughs> needless to say he was a big philosopher but it was also very just a, a lot a just a kind-hearted man and he always wanted to challenge you in thinking about like your word choices you know we take it for granted every day Especially the things that we say to one another, to our colleagues, to our family, to our neighbors, you know, to anybody, really. People at the grocery store or whatever you went to, we take words for granted. We really do, you know, and and really, I mean, when's the last time you actually meant to somebody, hey, how's it going today? Or how was your day? Like, like truly, if you think about those words, when's the last time you actually meant them? You know, all of us can tell when somebody means something. But not many times do we know what it means. What do we mean? Do we mean what to say? It's so interesting that whenever we make a mistake, most of us resort to that same phrase. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Isn't that interesting? It's almost like we are totally aware of what that word means and what our words mean whenever we make a mistake. It's almost like a shorthanded wake-up call. And hopefully it wasn't too detrimental that it hurt somebody too bad. But even so, isn't it interesting that we don't know what we mean until it becomes blatant and full of pain? But what about when we mean words that are full of hope, full of gratitude, full of just purity of just thankfulness and telling somebody, hey, I missed you so much today and I couldn't wait to like know how you are. Can you imagine that the people that we want to be with, our companions, if we actually spoke to each other that way all the time? Wouldn't it be interesting? Wouldn't it be amazing? It's like, hey girl, man, I miss you so much. And I want you to know that. Some days I just want to call you up and I just want to say how thankful I am that I got to spend some time with you and I shared words with you. And I want you to know that all the things that I say about you, I mean it. So, tonight I want to dedicate this podcast 
to all of our great friends, even our potential companions that we want to be the greatest friend to. And even if it doesn't work out later for whatever reason, I want you to know that I truly valued your friendship, your words, and that everything that I learned about you means so much to me. So before we get started, I want to greet all my Spanish speakers real quick, and then we'll get back to our show. This is the J. Rowland Speaks Podcast. Saludos a todos. Gracias por su sintonía. Espero que disfruten de este show esta noche si es tu primera vez. Estoy tan celoso por ustedes porque, bueno, me han dicho que este programa es algo decente, algo buenísimo, creo. Así que quiero invitarles que sigan aquí conmigo, que se pongan los audífonos porque la experiencia es sumamente mejor. Por lo menos eso me, dan, eso me lo indicaron. Así que, por favor, quédense aquí conmigo. Vamos a leer unos poemas sumamente bellísimas. Poemas que van a edificarte. Poemas que van a apoyarte. Y poemas que van a enseñarte algo. ¿Qué es lo que va a enseñarte? No sé. Eso es algo entre tú y el poema. Así que, por favor, quédense aquí conmigo. Y pasámoslos juntos aquí en este show. Esto se llama El Show de J. Roldán. Gracias por estar aquí. Un gran abrazo para ustedes, a comunidad latino. Así que muchas gracias por su sintonía. Vamos a leer poemas en castellano para que sepan. Así que no se vayan. Pero en primer lugar vamos a leer unos poemas en inglés. Voy a hacer unas traducciones y compartir unos cuentos y cosas que yo he aprendido, etcétera, etcétera. Entonces, por favor, no se vayan porque quiero que ustedes aprendan algo esta noche. ¿Ok? Ok. Hagamos estos juntos. Gracias por estar aquí. All right, everybody. So. Let us mean what we say and say what we mean. So whoever you're thinking about, I want you to listen to these words and I want you to try to imagine somebody saying this to you or maybe you are saying it to them. I don't know where you are in your stage of life. I don't know where you're located. But in many ways, those things don't matter because you have to learn to appreciate words and truly value the meaning behind these words and what they mean to you and what they mean to others. So that the next time you ask somebody, how was your day? Mean it. And I guarantee you that person is gonna know that you meant it and they are going to absolutely answer that question with a wholeheartedness. And they'll be so thankful that you asked that question because man, we need so much meaning in our world today. We need it so badly. So, let's start this show, guys. I'm going to read a poem by 
someone who calls himself Green Wolf 1962. Don't ask me why, why some poets do that. Some people do that and they love it. In fact, the other day I came across a really great poem in Spanish and that poet, which I found out later what his real name was, but he called himself El Poeta Perdido, which means the lost poet. And I thought, man, like maybe this is an anonymous poem, but that's actually his like pen name. But then I found out later his name was uh, Garcia Mon Monval, Mormal, Morval, something like that. Garcia Morval, Eduardo Garcia Morval. Anyway, so this guy's Green Wolf 1962, and he wrote a poem called "I'll Die Loving You." You guys ready? All right, guys. This is the J. Roland Speaks podcast. Let's. Start the show with meaning. Let's do this. if you knew that you were going to pass that you're going to die tell me you wouldn't mean everything you say from that point on until your last day i recently watched this very short video clip and it was this young man that was going around asking random people supposedly <laughs> most of them were actually pretty random actually 
anyway, so he's asking random people, like, he actually posed this scenario. He was like, if you knew you were going to die and you only had 10 minutes to live, who would you want to talk to? Who would be the last person you would want to talk to? And so this one guy, he was eating at a restaurant and it was an outdoor seating. And so he asked him that question. And this young man that that was going to answer this question, he was in his like probably mid 30s around there. And he didn't hesitate to answer that question. He was like, hands down, my mother. And so what did this guy that asked the question do? He's like, okay, here, use my phone. Call your mom right now. And that's what this guy did. Okay. He dialed up his mom's phone number, called her up. This was all being recorded, by the way. You could hear her talk. And she was like, hey, sweetie, how are you? And he was like, mom, I just want to let you know everything's fine. But I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you, how much I love you. And just all the things that you had to go through to raise me and all these things. Right. And you could just tell that after he said those things, after he meant every word, his mother just got real quiet and you could just hear her sobbing in the in the phone like you know what i mean like just you could just tell right like and she was like i love you sweetie <laughs> you know what i mean and you know and, and this guy that told her her son told her this right and he's like you know he's like i'll call you later okay <laughs> see this is what i mean like you have to learn to mean the things you want to say and it's so interesting that it took a playful scenario just like the one in that clip for that guy to actually realize that oh wait a minute what i'm about to say to my mother at this point right now in the next one or two minutes of this conversation she is gonna know that everything i tell her is truly meaningful and it's only meant to signify something so wonderful and special for her. You see, those words right there are an exact calculation of all of that dear-heartedness, wholeheartedness, significance, endearment, and so many other adjectives we can put in there because you meant it he meant it and she knew he meant it so just like this poem I'll die loving you the poet himself was saying that every waking morning every waking hour Each time the day is new. I'm going to thank the Lord that I was born. Because I'll be dying loving you. As I sit alone and pray and cling to love so true. I hope to see you once today. As I'll die loving you. And when I see the stars at night. I wonder if you do and wonder and hope. They have us both in sight i want to explain this one this this what i just read 
okay it's it's so simple and it's so endearing like i love this little line because he's like when i see the stars at night i wonder if you do is it so interesting that like man like how many times have you looked at the sky like for real today did you do that are you currently doing that did you forget to do that now think about some of those people that you hold dear in your life do you ever wonder if maybe they're doing the exact same thing maybe they are thinking about you look I love my family I love all my brothers I love my father he is an absolute honorable man and I absolutely just love this man wholeheartedly but there's another man in my life that I absolutely love wholeheartedly and that's my brother this man calls me out of the blue when I least expect it and he calls me because he was thinking about me you know and he doesn't even have to say specific words like that I just know that he was calling me because he was thinking about me and I absolutely love you brother because you do that so well so consistently and man I am definitely learning how to be just like you see my brother doesn't wait until he's dying to mean what he says to me you know many of you have been asking occasionally how is it that I read so passionately and while I don't want to explain all of the reasons why <laughs> I will say that I read with intention and I read it with meaning because these words mean something to me what those what it means is truly truly difficult to explain and somewhat personal but it means something to me which is why when I read it I read it with meaning I read it with intention sure it this is in some ways a performance that's true but this performance means nothing without some meaning and significance to me and I know that every single one of these poets that I read took so much time out of their own lives to insert meaning in the words they didn't just randomly pick it just because it sounded pretty or the measurement was just right no they picked it because it was meaningful and it is the only choice that they had to choose from no other word deserves that particular spot in that particular line in that particular verse in that particular phrase in that particular poem they chose it to exhibit meaning period
So whoever you're thinking about, whoever is closest to you or you want to be close to, reach out to them. Don't be afraid. Maybe they might think something is up. Don't worry. Just let them know. Hey, look, everything's fine. I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. I want to let you know about that time. We did this, we did that, and how much I absolutely valued that time. And I just want to say thank you. And you mean so much to me. And just like this poet in this poem says, at the very end, he says, when I take my final rest, this day, if life is through, I'll thank the Lord I lived so blessed that I died loving you. This is the J. Rolden Speaks Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for being here. This is a great place to learn about the beauty and the meaning behind words and the intention, the purpose, whatever it is that you're trying to learn of. This is the place. Don't go anywhere. We still got great, great many poems left. Thank you so much for being here. You guys ready for some more? All right. Let's do a Spanish poem now. And I want to dedicate this to all my Spanish speakers, of course. And so I'm going to just say a few things to them. And I'll come back and do some more English-speaking poems. Así que vamos a continuar con este show con un poema en castellano. Y bueno, si ya no entendieron lo que estaba explicando antes... Quiero que empiezan a por lo menos tener la idea del propósito, la intención de realmente decir lo que tú quieres decir, pero con, el, con un propósito, ¿cierto? O sea, con una intención, con, con mucha significancia. ¿Me entienden? Así que cuando ustedes oigan esos poemas, Necesito que lo interpretan con la, esa misma intención, lo más posible. Así que esta noche es para entender el significado, ¿cierto? O sea, ¿cuál es la significación de esas palabras? El significado de las palabras. Y bueno, quiero que todos ustedes oigan este siguiente poema, soneto número 22, del gran maestro, del gran maestro, para mí de toda Latinoamérica, <ríe> con mucho respeto a todos los poetas de Latinoamérica, porque hay bastantes, pero para mí hay uno solo que para mí es pero 
como mantequilla en el pan amasado, ¿cierto? <risa> Para que sepan, me gusta bastante el pan amasado y la mantequilla. Riquísima. Uf, ay. Ok, vamos a continuar. Soneto número 22 de Pablo Neruda. ¿Listos? Aquí vamos. veces amor te amé sin verte y tal vez sin recuerdo sin reconocer tu mirada sin mirarte centaura en regiones contrarias en un mediodía quemante solo el aroma de los cereales que amo y tal vez te vi te supuse al pasar levantando una copa en Angola a la luz de la luna de junio o eras tú la cintura de aquella guitarra que toqué en las tinieblas y sonó como el mar de desmedido y te amé sin que yo lo supiera y busqué tu, tu memoria en las casas vacías entré con una linterna a robar tu retrato pero yo ya sabía cómo era de pronto mientras ibas conmigo te toqué y se detuvo mi vida frente a mis ojos estabas reinándome y reinas como hoguera en los bosques el fuego es tu reino como mantequilla en pan amasado exactamente <ríe> Mira, hay una, una frase aquí que es, pero lindísima. Quiero que lo oyen de nuevo. Escuchen bien. Aquí dice Neuroda. Te amé sin que yo lo supiera. Eso es una parte de esa frase. Te amé sin que yo lo supiera. Y la siguiente frase dice, y busqué tu memoria es, es una línea bien simple ¿eh? pero al, a la vez para explicarlo es un poco complicado porque hay muchos factores ¿cómo es posible amar a alguien sin saberlo? ¿Cómo es posible buscar una memoria sin saber quién 
buscas. Es como casi ilógico eso, ¿cierto? Pero bueno. Hay un concepto, hay un, un, un concepto filosófico que explica este fenómeno. Y bueno, hay muchos filósofos que tratan de explicarlo lo mejor posible. Pero para mí, uno de esos filósofos, eh, bueno, hay bastante, pero uno que me, me, me interesa de, de la parte filosófica, no de su personalidad o las cosas que este tipo hizo. Pero bueno, voy a... No voy a mencionar su nombre porque hay muchas personas que no le gustan. Pero voy a decir que es un, un filósofo, un filósofo eh, alemán famoso. O por lo menos bien conocido. Y él habla de el ser humano. La, la parte del, del ser. ¿Qué es el ser? Y cuando uno trata de entender el ser. ¿Cómo, cómo se estudia el ser? Que es algo complicadísimo. Bueno, a mí me gusta cómo él explica el sentido de existir ahora y existir en el futuro. Pero si tú quieres existir en el futuro, si tú quieres progresar, si tú quieres continuar, si tú quieres seguir viviendo tu ser, ¿ya? El ser humano, ¿ok? El ser. <ríe> tú necesitas la capacidad de vivir el presente Todos, todas las cosas que están alrededor tuyo significa mucho para ti a pesar de que tú no lo reconoces ¿me entienden? puedes amar sin que tú lo supieras Puedes apreciar sin saber lo que tú aprecias. Hay atributos que tú y yo tenemos que muchas veces nos cuesta entenderlos. Entonces, si tú quieres... Si tú amas a, a algo o a alguien, tú ya lo amas, amaste. Tú lo amaste en el pasado, en el presente. Y es por eso que tú lo puedes amar en el futuro. Tú tienes la capacidad para amarlo en, en, el, futu, en el futuro. Bueno, hay muchos otros factores también, como la misericordia, el, el perdón, todo eso, que es importantísimo. Pero si tú quieres amar a alguien en el futuro, tienes que amarlo ahora y... Cuando tú progresas, tienes que recordarte cómo lo amaste en el pasado para amarlo en el futuro. Y eso y es por eso que tú puedes amar sin, sin que tú lo supieras. Entonces, cuando Neruda dice exactamente esas palabras, ¿ya? él dice el siguiente, yo y yo busqué y busqué tu memoria. Porque... Él ya amó 
a una mujer que dedica este poema. Pero esas memorias todavía no existieron hasta que llegó una mujer que le interesa y por eso quiere perseguir a esta mujer para construir esas memorias y a la vez poder amar, amarla de la mejor capacidad, ¿cierto? Así que bueno, espero que disfrutaron de este soneto 22 de Neruda. Es fantástico. Y lo, muy, lo bien curioso, lo bien curioso de este poema, yo hace mucho tiempo no, no, lo, he, no, no, no lo he leído hasta que una amiga mía mencionó este soneto. Hace como, no sé, un, casi dos semanas, una semana por, por ahí. Y yo me olvidé de este soneto. <ríe> Entonces, yo ya amaba este soneto sin que yo lo supiera. <ríe> Entonces busqué una memoria. ¿Viste? ¿Viste? Tiene razón. <ríe> busqué una memoria para acordarme cómo y por qué amé tanto este poema, este soneto. Así que un millón de gracias mi gran, gran amiga Blanquita. Así que, gracias a usted. Ya, voy a cambiar a idiomas ahora y en un ratito más leo otro poema en español. All right, everybody. Thank you to all you Anglos. Thank you so much for being patient and, one, and just waiting for me to read some English poems now. And the poem that I read is by Pablo Neruda, and it's sonnet number 22. I encourage all of you to go and check out that sonnet. It is fantastic, so beautiful, so loving, so kind-hearted, so thoughtful. There is a line in this poem that is very, very philosophical. And that's where I was trying to explicate it to my Spanish speakers. And so I want to encourage you guys to go check it out. Sonnet 22 by Pablo Neruda. And we're going to move on to the next line of poems guys and I'm gonna read this next one okay I'm gonna read this next one with an accent and I think you guys will be a little bit surprised some of you guys already are familiar with some of the accents that I do and I absolutely love this one and I I, I honestly every time I see I see this poem I just want to change my accent because I just feel like it deserves it you know this poem deserves to be read in such a sweet kind-hearted loving accent that I mean not that this one is terrible it's just like I just feel like this one is just made for it because I feel so drawn to it because of the culture that this is trying to emulate and so hopefully you guys enjoy it This is by Grace Stricker Dawson, a fantastic poet. Once again, the poet's name is Grace Stricker Dawson. And this was titled, To a Friend. All right? Remember, tonight's theme is about meaning, significance, 
and especially towards our friends, to our families, to our, our acquaintances, our neighbors, whoever it may be. So this poem is to a friend. You guys ready for this one? This is the J. Roland Speaks Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to drink some water, five second countdown, and on with the show. said just a thing that I wish you would say, and you made me believe that you meant it. I held up my head in the old gallant way, and resolved you should never repent it. And there are times when encouragement means such a lot. to it. 
There were others who might have. I question that part. But after all, they didn't do it. To a friend by Grace Stricker Dawson. So nice, isn't it? I'm telling you, I, I I truly can't. I mean, I could, I guess, but I I really don't see how else I can read this poem if not in that way. Truly, I absolutely love this poem. Just the way it's written, just the way it sounds, the intonation. The syllabic pauses, so 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 nice, you know, so good. Thank you so much, by the way, for the gifts, guys. That's really kind of you. But yes, once again, to a friend, by Grace Stricker Dawson. I hope you guys enjoyed that. So nice, so nice. All right, let's just keep going down the line of the poems that I have for you tonight. Once again, this is the J. Rolden Speaks podcast, and we are talking about meaning, meaning what you say and saying what you mean. Just like Grace Stricker Dawson said, to a friend, you enter, ended my life in a casual way. Right? Can you imagine if somebody said that to you? Especially that last, like, so there's three verses. Each verse has about seven lines in it. And it's always at the end of the, the last two lines of each of these verses. Grace says, I know there were many such chances before. But the others, well, they didn't see it. So like, you know what I mean? Like, basically, like, this person's telling you, hey, look. I know you had so many other suitors out there, so many other people out there that you've interacted with, and also myself, right? But none of them, none of them, none of them didn't see what you saw in me. And the reverse is just as true. I know you had and have so many people out there that you interact with and even though many will probably say similar things to you the way they mean it is never the same especially the way I say it to you you see that's why it's important for you to mean the words that you say to someone else you could say the exact same phrase but man the way you mean it is never the same never the same This is a great, great live tonight. This is a fantastic podcast tonight, guys. If you didn't know this already, I actually have an account on Spotify. So after the show, 
I need you guys to go to Spotify. If you don't have it, download the app. And once you do, look up my show. It's called J. Rolton Speaks. You'll see a picture of my face. There's three links underneath my profile pic. Please, I want you to rate the show, for real. I want you to rate the show. Let me know how I'm doing. If you think it deserves three stars, by all means, give it three stars. If you want to give it one star, by all means, give it one star. If you give it five stars, give it all five stars. Rate the show. It really helps me out. I want to see how well you guys are really liking this content. And the second link is where you can actually leave a message. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, if you have any ideas for like some poems that you want me to read in the future, you can leave a message if you like. And if you are led to help out with the show, please, that would be much appreciated. There are organizations that I'm helping out with and I want to give the proceeds to them. And so, you know, I don't do this just for me. It's really for the people that I interact with and the organizations that I come across. And so I will be so much appreciative and they will be too as well. But yeah, so after the show, go to Spotify, look for the look for the show, and follow it, guys. Follow along. You'll be notified whenever some new episodes get posted, and they range from actual podcasts to some short readings of some poems. So whatever it is that you're looking for, I'm sure it's there. Thank you so much for all the gifts, guys. I really, really appreciate it. I don't mean to ignore any of you. It's just, you know, I'm just sort of in the zone with talking about this material here. So anyway... Thank you so much for being here, guys. And we're not done yet, so don't go anywhere because we got a great line of poems that you guys are going to love listening to. All right? Especially those of you who speak Spanish, Portuguese, French. Come on, guys. You know that this is a place where we can talk multilinguals. Okay? Come on, guys. (laughs) By the way, those of you who are new, usually on Sunday nights, we do something called a request line. So... Just be aware of that, all right? Although I'm not be able, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do one this coming weekend, but I'll keep you updated. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but just FYI, every Sunday night we do a request line. So that's where you get to actually request poems in the future. So if you speak Spanish, Portuguese, French, please, 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 please give me some of those poems in your native language. I will be so, 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 so humble to read them. And I absolutely love all those languages and I will do my best to make it sound as true and natural as possible especially Portuguese man I love Portuguese guys so 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 nice which reminds me there's this scene (laughs) there's this scene in a film well I'm sure many of you have watched it Uh, it's the first matrix anyway wait a minute is the first one I think it's the second one. Anyway, so there's a scene where Neo goes and has this meeting with this um, virus creator, right? This guy, this computer that actually creates viruses. And so this computer is super smart, right? It's autonomous. And basically he was like sort of like belittling Neo and his friends and just saying like, oh man, you don't like... You know, I can speak all these languages. And he was talking about like how French, for example, is such a great, great language. And so he actually used this analogy. I'm not going to use the exact words, but he actually says like, you know, he starts like saying all these French words and they're actually all cuss words. Okay. (laughs) But then at the end of that, that those 
words he was like oh man it's like wiping your butt with silk and he doesn't use the word butt but you know what i mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's kind of true man like that's how i feel about portuguese you know it's like man you could say anything man and it could be like 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 butter you know it's amazing <laughs> anyway on with the show this next one is by blanche shoemaker wagstaff and i love this title the title of this one is all roads all paths lead to you welcome to the jay rolden speaks podcast we're going to start in five seconds You know, honestly, think about this, guys. Think about this. If you truly understand what you mean, what you mean to say, and not use meaning as an excuse for your mistakes, right? Like, once again, those of you who just tuned into this live, I talked about that phrase of like, oh, I didn't mean it that way, right? Whenever we make a mistake, whenever we commit an error or some sort, Whenever we cause pain or disruption or some type of, you know, issue, we usually resort to that phrase and it's like, oh, I didn't mean it that way. And isn't it interesting that, like, that's when we understand the word meaning to mean something. But now let's do the opposite. What if we actually were trying to share words of hope, words of edification, words that are uplifting, words that are just embedded with gratitude and mercy and peace especially peace do you actually know what you want to mean do you actually mean to say the things that you do do you actually pay attention to meaning you see if you truly 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 did understand what you mean to say then just like this poem, all paths lead to you. All my words lead to you. 
all my meaning in these words lead to you. Now this is meaningful. It's almost like whoever you're saying it to, you are so focused on them, at least at that point of time, you can't astray. You understand? You can't go astray. Because they are there to constantly remind you of what you mean to say. Because all the words that you're saying are leading to them. So how can you astray? How can you go astray? You are the evening star at the end of the day. That's how focused and that's what you mean to me. All paths lead to you, hilltop or low. You are the white birch in the sun's glow. Do you actually know what that actually looks like? There's an afterglow whenever the sun is setting. You want to know why it's so beautiful, by the way? You know, it's a misconception. Let me let me just offer you a, a very, very, like, technical... Not technical, but like a very... Science-based data. It's a misconception. It's a misnomer, okay? That whenever the sun is at its midday, okay, in the sky, that that is the brightest and the truest light. While it may be the brightest, it's not the truest light because the sun has such powerful sun rays that it actually washes out the colors on Earth. And when I say washes out, I mean like it sort of like like fades the colors. So Earth actually has some true colors here, but because of the sun's waves, light rays, it actually sort of like erases some of it, which is why the truest colors that exist on Earth are best seen when the sun is at its weakest point, which is usually during sunset or sunrise, which is what we call the golden hour. It's not necessarily the sun's responsibility to make the colors of Earth stand out, even though obviously it does help, but see those colors already existed on Earth which is why it's such a great, great time to take pictures. And so in this poem, when the poet is saying, you are the white birch in the sun's glow, you are basically the truest color whenever the sun is setting or arising. You are the beginning and the end of that day. And you are the truest color possible at that moment. You always had it. You just weren't able to see it because nobody meant these words until you actually heard them. So you need to mean what you say. And say what you mean 
gradually all paths lead to you. Wherever I roam, you are the lurk song calling me home. It's fantastic, man. Fantastic. Wow. This is the J. Roland Speaks podcast, guys. Are you having a good time? Come on. I know you learned something new today. I know you did. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do a Spanish poem now. And then I'll get back to some more reading in English. If this is your first time here, bienvenidos. No se vayan. Vamos a leer unos poemas exquisitos. ¿Ya? Okay. Bueno, ese siguiente poema es nuevamente de Neruda, por supuesto. <ríe> Créeme que, mira, yo tengo una colección de montones de poetas. Pero esta noche específico quería elegir poemas de Neruda, porque para mí, cuando Neruda escribe poemas, y yo estoy hablando, yo estoy, mira, yo, yo me refiero a los poemas antes que ganó el premio Nobel, ya, antes que ganó el premio Nobel, porque desgraciadamente, después que, después que ganó el, el premio Nobel, sus poemas estaban así como, como decimos en Chile, más o menos nomás, tan así, por así, no, por aquí nomás. Entonces, bueno, todos los poemas antes que ganó el premio son, tienen así como un, como un, un, un pozo, un pozo de significativo, ¿cierto? Un pozo de significancias, un pozo de significado. Entonces, por eso me encanta sus poemas o sea con razón mereció ganar el premio Nobel así que escuchen esta esto es de a ver el soneto número 46 a ver espérate, voy, voy, voy. 40 y 50 40 50 56, 56, no, 54, 64, 64, perdón, 64, soneto número 64, ok, ok, a ver, vamos a cambiar de temas aquí y vamos a empezar de inmediato. De las estrellas que admire, admire. Vamos a empezar de nuevo. Un segundo.
de las estrellas que admiré, mojadas por ríos y rocíos diferentes. Yo no escogí sino la que yo amaba, y desde entonces duermo con la noche. De la ola, una ola y otra ola, verde mar, verde frío, rama verde, yo no escogí sino una sola ola. La ola indivisible de tu cuerpo y todas las gotas, todas las raíces, todos los hilos de la luz vinieron, me vinieron a ver tarde o temprano y yo quise para mí tu cabellería. los dones de mi patria. Solo escogí tu corazón salvaje. Vamos a dejarlos ahí. <ríe> All right, guys. So this next poem is by John Moultrie, and this one's titled Forget Thee. Actually, it's a question. Forget Thee? So this is by John Moultrie. Don't go anywhere. This is the J. Rowland Speaks podcast. You guys ready for this one? So good. Forget Thee? Forget thee. If to dream by night and muse on thee by day. If all the worship deep and wild a poet's heart can pay. If prayers and absence breathed for thee to heaven's protecting power. If winged thoughts that fit and flit to thee a thousand in an hour. If busy fancy blending thee with all my future lot, if this thou callest forgetting, thou indeed shall be forgot. Forget thee. Bid the forest birds forget their sweetest tune. Forget thee. Bid the sea forget to swell beneath the moon. Bid the thirsty flowers forget to drink the eve's refreshing dew, and thyself forget thine own dear land and its mountains wild and blue, and forget each old familiar face, each long-remembered spot, and when these things are forgot by thee, then thou shalt be forgot. Keep, if thou wilt, thy maiden peace.
still calm and fancy free, for God forbid thy gladsome heart should grow less glad for me. And yet, while that heart is still unwon, oh, bid not mine to rove, but let, let it nurse its humble faith and uncomplaining love. If these preserved for patient years, at last, avail me not. Forget me then, but never believe that thou canst be forgot. Forget Thee by John Moultrie. Ladies and gentlemen, exquisite. So lovely. Forget Thee. Do you want me to forget about you? Those words I share with you, I meant it. I mean it. When I tell you I have a special place in my heart, that means there is nothing that can fill that gap. those hours, all those words are meant for you, and they mean so much to me. And when I say they mean so much to me, I am including you. I don't share words lightly. I don't spew them randomly. I mean everything I say. I can't forget you. But don't misinterpret that as torture. I can live without you. I can share words with meaning for someone else. I can spend my time for somewhere else. But I don't want to. special place for you. And until the day you mean that you don't want me in your life anymore, I will shut that. And I will 
with the greatest gratitude ever. And all you have to do is tell me to forget you. And I will. So if there's even a small trace of sentiment for me, let me nourish it. Let me love it. Let me make it bloom. Make you even more radiant and beautiful than you already are. This is the J. Rowland Speaks Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Sometimes we riff off of some other poems. If this is your first time here, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. But yeah, thank you so much for being here, guys. This is such a great night. That was a sonnet by J. Rowland. So, hope you guys enjoy it. And <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> All right. We got a couple more poems, guys, before we call it a night. So don't go anywhere. We are at the closing hour of our live tonight. Once again, I hope you guys are enjoying some of these great works of art. You know, can I say this real quick? I'm so thankful that some of these great poets spent so much time writing these. You know, and, and, I, and I honestly think we take that for granted, too. You know, these guys spent quite a bit of their time and their life to write these amazing works of art, you know, in any language too, right? Like, especially in Latin America, in Africa and Asia, right? There's so many great poets all around the world. And we absolutely, like, take it for granted. Do you know how many amazing works there are out there? I am so humbled that I get to read these to y'all. And that's all I do. I just read it. You know what I mean? I just read it. And so I'm very thankful that I just get to read it. And by the way, all these tra music tracks that you're listening to, I'll be posting the links to the amazing musicians. So whenever you go to Spotify and you are and you look at my episodes in the description, I usually have a link to 
these amazing musicians because i want you guys to support those guys too right like and the way you can do it is by just listening to their other tracks so you know i'm not i don't have any contract with these guys whatsoever i just really want to give all the credit where these guys have spent so much of their time and so once again I'll be posting the links to these amazing music tracks and the, and the names of these musicians in my description on my podcast. So please, if you like this show, please support those guys and, you know, listen to their stuff. Go look at the other stuff that they've written and also read some of these poems for, for yourself. You know, you don't need me to read it. You really don't. You can read it for yourself. So I just feel very humbled and very thankful. And yes, I do feel privileged to read these in many ways and so i'm just really happy that i can get to do this on a somewhat frequent basis and so quick quick shout out to all my friends and family that have supported me in doing this and you know especially my brothers that occasionally make fun of me but at the same time they know who they know who the top g is you know what i'm saying <laughs> anyway all right we're gonna <laughs> move on down to the line and the uh, next poem I'm going to read is by Ben Johnson. And it's titled, Drink to Me with Thine Eyes. You guys ready for this one? If you haven't heard this one before, oh my goodness. You're in for a real, real super treat. All right. Give me one second. I need to, let's see something real quick. I need to switch track real quick. Here we go. Drink to me only with thine eyes. with mine or leave a kiss but in the cup and I'll not look for wine the thirst that from the soul doth rise doth ask a drink divine But might I of Jovi's nectar sup? I would not change for thine. I sent thee late a rosy wreath. Not so much honoring thee as giving it a hope. to be, and thou therein didst only breathe, and sentest back to me, and since when it grows and smells, I swear, not of itself, but thee.
drink to thee with an eye with thine eyes. Ah, so nice by Ben Johnson once again. Drink to me only with thine eyes by Ben Johnson. So nice, right? Drink to me only with thine eyes. All right, I already shared this. I already shared this advice in the last few po- in the last few episodes. But those of you who are new, listen to this, okay? You're gonna re- you're really gonna appreciate this, actually. So, whoever you're with, whoever you are interested in, whoever you are just beginning to date, right? And that you kind of feel like there's something going on here, you know, like something interesting happening, you know, potential here, etc., etc. Now, this is speaking on behalf of men, okay? So all you ladies, you you want you definitely want to listen to this. You know, sometimes when we're hanging out with you and we're just having our casual conversations or we're just like I don't know, just going for a walk on the park or eating something delicious or, you know, having a nice dessert or something. All of a sudden, we just like, just start staring at you. Now, sometimes for some people, it may feel somewhat awkward. But believe me when I say, when we look at you, this is one of the best acts of honor that we can offer to you right at that moment. We don't want to ruin it with words. We don't want to decorate it with things or thoughts or sayings. We just want to honor you with looking at you. This is our way of saying thank you for taking the time to fix your hair, to put on that perfume, to all that, all those decisions of what you're going to wear. My goodness, I'm looking into this amazing living work of art right now. And I just want to appreciate you and not ruin it with my words or anything else that I'm thinking about. I just want to stare at you. I just want to look at you. That's all I want to do. Sure, you can erase the silence or fill the silence with your things and the things that you want to say, right? To avoid that awkwardness if you like. But some of us are just going to continue to stare at you because, man, I don't know if I'm going to get another opportunity to do this. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that do that, guys, just so you know. So I ask a little tiny favor in return. Don't make us feel strange. Don't belittle us. Don't say things to think that you're being funny but in the end you're kind of like being a little bit you know a little hurtful 
let us see the woman that you are. Let us see that tenderness. Let us see how shy you can get. And then let us see your face when you truly and finally see what we mean when we stare at you. And when you realize this whole time that it was only to honor you and to appreciate you, that's the face we want to see. Drink to me only with thine eyes and I will pledge with mine. I will not look for wine. The thirst that from the soul doth rise doth ask a drink divine. This is Jay Roland Speaks Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that very much. All right. We're definitely getting down to the wire, guys. I'm going to do a Spanish poem now. And I hope you guys enjoy this one. All right. So this is sonnet number... Give me one second. Okay, one second. I'm trying to find the... <laughs> I'm trying to find the... Alright, so this is sonnet number 97 by Neruda. And I hope you guys like this one. Sorry, it's getting a little warm. <laughs> Sorry, I have to... There we go. It was getting a little bit warm, so now it's good now. All right, so this is sonnet number 97 by Neruda, and it's going to be read in Spanish. All right? Nuevamente, para todos aquellos que hablan en castellano, no quiero oír ninguna queja, zeta, zeta queja, que yo no leo poemas en castellano. Este es el cuarto poema que he leído esta noche, así que lo hago por ustedes y espero que lo disfruten. Esto es soneto número 97 de El Gran Maestro que, que llamamos Neruda. Aquí vamos. Hay que volar en este tiempo. ¿A dónde? Sin alas, sin avión, volar sin duda. Ya los pasos pasaron sin remedio. No elevaron los pies del pasajero. Y hay que volar a cada instante como las águilas, las moscas y los días. Hay que vencer los ojos de Saturno y establecer allí nuevas campanas. Y ya no bastan zapatos ni caminos, 
ya no sirve la tierra a los errantes. Ya cruzaron la noche de las raíces y tú aparecerás en otra estrella. Yo no voy a yo no voy a arruinar lo bonito de este poema con mi explicación a veces hay que dejar las cosas como son es mejor tener esa experiencia de oír estos poemas de leer estos poemas como así literalmente sin explicación sin metáforos, nada. Si realmente quieren saber el significado de un poema, simplemente léalo. Y léalo otra vez. Y después, si lo terminas una segunda vez, léalo por tercera vez. Cuarta, quinta. Lo que sea. Léalo. Hasta que algo en ti resulte. ¿Ya? Para que sepan. Y se lo dice el profesor. <ríe> Alright, guys. Alright, final two poems of tonight. This one is by Pauline Soroka. This one's titled Understanding. You don't want to miss this one. You guys ready for this one? This is so good. Here we go. If I should ever need to reach your heart, Feel the firmness of your clasping hand. I pray that you will always do your part to guide my groping way and understand that sometimes, even in a love like ours, dim shadows of unrest may dare to grow. And in the darkness of these sudden hours, your gentle touch or words might make them go. If I should search for reassurance, dear, within the quiet depths of your own eyes, Let their gaze remain as wise and clear Without rebuke or sharpness of surprise For if you shut me out to grope in vain 
may not wish to seek your door again. Just so you know. Be understanding. Mean the things you want to say to someone. In the same way you listen to someone is also the same intention when you speak words to someone. Fill it with meaning. Look into their eyes when you ask them something or tell them something. And if you can't see them in person, then leave a voice note and say, Goodness, my dear friend, my darling, my... So, with that in mind, I want to dedicate this last poem to all of you that are searching for someone. And maybe you already found someone. Maybe you're already dating someone. Maybe you're already, like, interested in someone right now. But even if you're not there, if you experienced a past love... And that's what they're that's where they are right now is in the past. I want to encourage you to at least think about those endearing times. Those moments that were of great happiness, joy, and peace, maybe even hope. I want you to try your best to extract those moments and really hold on to those because those things will bring meaning to your interactions. They will bring meaning to your words. They will bring meaning to your thoughts. You guys ready? This is by Angela Morgan, and this is titled, Choice. Here we go. of the world in which you had 
theme of you to thread my nights and days and I'd rather have the dream of you with faint stars glowing I'd rather have the want of you the rich elusive taunt of you forever and forever and forever unconfessed then claim the alien comfort of any other's breast Try your best to mean what you say, especially as a friend. There are few greater joys than having your greatest friend to also be your companion in life. But you gotta mean what you say. Fill it with meaning. Fill it with so much significance. Fill it with purpose, intention. And so every time you see them or don't see them, the words that you say to them are little gifts loved, filled memories that will last a lifetime. Thank you so much for being here. This is the J. Walden Speaks podcast. I hope you learned something tonight. And whatever it is that you do this week, Fill it with meaning and say what you mean. And if I don't see you again, 
has been an absolute privilege, an honor, and I hope to leave a lasting legacy for young men and women, but especially for young men. If any young men are listening to this, just want to let you know that I did my best to pave the way for you so that you will take courage and know that there were men like me that stood for absolute truth and genuine love and mercy. Do not be afraid and do not weary. Do not go weary when you are challenged because there will be a lot of people that will hate you for minimal reasons. But that's when you know you are doing something great and that you are pursuing an absolute truth. Do not be afraid of it. Choose to abide in that truth because it will guide you through the rest of your life and it's going to give you a, such a great blessing in your wisdom that men like me have passed down to you. Para todos aquellos que pasaron este live conmigo, muchas gracias por su sintonía. Espero que lo pasaron súper bien. Espero que aprendieron algo. Y bueno, estoy muy agradecido por su sintonía. Y hay un montón y bastante de literatura, de poemas que pueden apreciar, de aprender. Y bueno, ¿qué, les puede, qué más les puedo decir? Así que espero que lo disfrutaron. Espero que disfrutaron de este show. Esto se llama J. Roldan Speaks. Y después de que termine este show, vayan a Spotify. Si no la tienen... Descarguenla y buscan el show que se llama Joe Rodan Speaks. Si quieren apoyar el show, estaría muy agradecido. Si quieren dejar un recado, quizás un poema que quieren que yo lea en el futuro, dejan ese recado. Y bueno, gracias por estar aquí. Espero que disfrutaron todo. Cualquier cosa que ustedes hagan estas fines de semana, esta semana, Hágalo con propósito, con mucho amor, con mucho cariño, con mucho propósito. Y bueno, si Dios quiere, lo vemos en la próxima. Y no sé cuándo va a ser eso. <ríe> Así que muchas gracias por todos, gracias por su sintonía. Y bueno, nos vemos en la próxima. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you had a wonderful time. Thanks for listening in. Don't forget. Go to Spotify, check out those episodes, follow it, guys. And if you want to rate the show, let me know how I'm doing. And be honest, really. I'm not going to take it personal if you give it a one star. I really don't. But just rate it. You know, it doesn't take any of your time. And once again, if you want to 
leave a message, maybe a poem you want me to read in the future, you can leave it there. And then finally, if you have it in your heart to support the show, please do, all right? It's money well spent and it's going to for a good cause. All right, really great cause. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. And thank you again. Good night, everybody. Now I can actually read your comments. Ha, ha, ha.